Welcome to Leaves the Blue Away, the serials, where we retell and explore stories from the Bible. I'm your host, Todd Allen. Check out our main podcast for frank and engaging discussions about culture and current events, and also intimate conversations with regular people just like us who open up and tell us their stories. Today, we're jumping in at the very end of 1 Samuel 15, then picking up the very beginning of chapter 16, reading from the message. Samuel had nothing to do with Saul from then on, though he grieved long and deeply over him. But God was sorry he had ever made Saul king in the first place. God addressed Samuel, So how long are you going to mope over Saul? You know I've rejected him as king over Israel. Fill your flask with anointing oil and get going. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I've spotted the very king I want among his sons. I can't do that, said Samuel. Saul will hear about it and kill me. God said, take a heifer with you and announce I've come to lead you in the worship of God with this heifer as a sacrifice. Make sure Jesse gets invited. I'll let you know what to do next. I'll point out the one you are to anoint. Samuel did what God told him. 1 Samuel 15 and 16 in The Message Samuel was a priest and leader in Israel. For over 300 years between Joshua leading Israel into the promised land of Canaan and the people finally anointing a king to lead them, God appointed judges to rule over Israel. Men like Gideon and Samson and Ehud and women like Deborah, led Israel as rulers under God. Samuel was the last priest and judge to lead Israel. As he grew old and it became clear his sons would not follow God like their father, the people of Israel called for a king. Samuel was crushed by the people's demand for a king. He had given his life to leading Israel. God first spoke to him when he was a young child, and he had been speaking to Samuel ever since. He had led Israel through a time of revival. For twenty years, while the chest of God rested in Kiriath-Jerim, throughout all Israel there was a widespread fearful movement toward God. And Samuel guided Israel through this time back into a right relationship with their Lord. He had prepared them for holy war and prayed for them, built altars and led them in worship. And after a lifetime of service, All the people wanted was a king. God had reassured and encouraged Samuel through this transition. They're not rejecting you, Samuel, God had told him. They're rejecting me as their king. Go ahead and anoint a king to lead them. God then chose Saul, and Samuel had anointed Saul king and mentored him and prayed for him. He had given his life to Israel, and he continued pouring into Saul, helping him counseling him in the ways of God, encouraging the new king. But then Saul had failed in the end, disobeying God's clear orders with regards to the utter destruction of Amalek. God had rejected Saul, and Samuel was crushed all over again. His legacy of transitioning Israel into the kingdom years seemed destined for failure. And the truth was, for all Saul's faults, Samuel loved Saul. They were close. And when God turned his back on Saul, it felt like Samuel shared in that rejection too. 
Though he had nothing to do with Saul after that, Samuel grieved long and deeply over Saul. But God hadn't rejected Samuel, only Saul. And when God spoke again to Samuel, he was moving him on. So how long are you going to mope over Saul? God asked. You know I've rejected him as king over Israel. Fill your flask with anointing oil and get going. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I've spotted the very king I want among his sons. Samuel was still grieving over Saul, but it was time to move on. Samuel wasn't ready to move on yet, but God was. Maybe you've been there with Samuel. Perhaps you invested years and years into a church or a business or a relationship. You knew this was going to be your legacy. God was going to bless it and use it, and for a while he did. But then something happened. A failure, a disagreement, a betrayal, and all your best laid plans crumbled in your hands. The dreams you had were suddenly over. And because you invested so much, your dreams felt like they were the most important part of you. And you grieved the loss long and deeply like Samuel. You wanted to have faith and trust God, but it had all gone so wrong. And now you're too old to find a new dream, and you're too tired to start over. Except God's not done with you yet. It's not up to us when our service is over. It's up to him. Our disappointments don't disqualify us in his eyes, even if they do in ours. God uses broken vessels, and often he does the breaking with his own hands. And sometimes we get lost among the broken pieces of our life. God crushes us, the fruit of his harvest, so we can eventually become wine, not so we can stay crushed. There is a time for sadness and grief, and they can be seasons of growth and depth in our lives. But grief is a season meant to be passed through, not a destination meant to become our new home. It's hard to get back up when you feel like a failure. But God is calling us on. He's not done. He's only just begun. Fill your flask and get going, he says to Samuel. I found a new king for Israel. While Samuel was fixated on Saul, God was looking at David, Israel's greatest king, rivaled only by his own son Solomon, was just over the horizon, the foreshadowing of the future Messiah. But Samuel was stuck in the past and God had to shake him out of his grief. What about you? Are you stuck in the past while God is calling you to the future? To your next assignment? Samuel had a list of reasons why he couldn't do what God wanted him to do, why he needed to cry in his own beer just a little longer. But God batted away Samuel's excuses and told him once more to go. And finally, Samuel did what God told him. Therapists may want to spend years combing through past mistakes and abuses, but God often moves those he loves on faster than that. He broke us so he can fill us with his spirit and use us, not so we can spend 10 years crying about being broken. The solution to depression and despair may not be a pill or another session. The way forward may be listening to the voice of our Savior moving us on, calling us to our next mission. We all go through hard times, but we must move through the disappointment, not pack for an extended stay.
fill your flask with oil, and get moving. Thanks for joining me today. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Leaves the Blue Away. Make sure to subscribe and share the story with your friends and family. May the God of all hope bless you and take these seeds we're scattering and use them for his harvest. See you next time.